Welcome to Family Cast. I'm Kyle Gowen. And I'm Amy Gowen. We're glad you've joined us today. Family Cast is a weekly conversation about marriage, parenting, and all things family. Welcome to the podcast Welcome today. Welcome to the podcast today. Thanks for joining us. We're glad you're here. We're going to talk about a really relevant topic for parents today, how to educate your child. Well, we're going to talk about all the different ways that, to educate your child and the overriding um, or the overarching, the foundational point, however you like to put it is you get to choose what's best for you. Yes. Whether that is homeschooling, whether that is public education, whether that's private education, you get to make that decision. Uh, if you're single, you get to make that decision. If you're married, you and your spouse get to make that decision. No one has to force that on you. Uh, so that's really big. Uh, and I want you to know that we've tried them all. We have been in public school, we've been in private school, and we have also homeschooled. Um, You know, as an educator, I would tell you that uh, all the ways, the different ways to educate, we have a responsibility as parents. We have to be involved. Uh, We can't outsource uh, our educational role. Now, you may not be the primary educator where they're... You know, if they're in public school system, they may be there six or seven hours a day, but you are their very first educator. Uh, you have a responsibility. We have a responsibility with our kids that we can't outsource. And as a pastor, I'm a religious educator. Uh, I spend a lot of time teaching. And I would tell you that even discipleship, I can't outsource discipleship from my from my home. I can't rely on the kids minister, the preschool minister, the youth pastor. I can't rely on the pastor to do that for me. I have to be involved in that. It's so important. I think scripture speaks about the importance of education of our children um, in unique ways. One of the scriptures that I like, it's short, sweet, um, and it just reminds me of my purpose as a parent and as an educator. In Psalm 145, verse 4, one generation shall commend your works to another and declare your mighty deeds. So speaking of a follower of Christ, the end game, the purpose is for me to pass my faith to my children in my home, the uh, children in my classroom, the students I teach at church. So as a believer, I am educating, I'm passing faith to the next generation. Uh, A passage that's very uh, informative to me, informative in such that uh, it's how I I live my life and what my ministry's been about and how we've operated in our home is out of Deuteronomy chapter 6, and it begins at verse 6, and and Moses is writing, and he talks about that the commands of the Lord are going to be on—should be on our heart, that we're to teach them to our children, that we should talk about them uh, when we sit in our homes, when we walk along the way, when we go to bed, and when we rise up. Uh, they're that important. So it's passing on our faith. Uh, well, what are we passing on? We're passing on the commands of the Lord. And today we have those through uh, his written word. And and yes, we have to study those. We have to learn them. And, the, and it is information at some level, but it's not information for information's sake. It's information that transforms our life and the way that we live. Well, educational, our educational experiences are are transformative also. And that's why this is so important. People are wondering, 
parents, you're wondering, I want to do the right thing. I want what's best for my child. What do I do in a world where people are saying public education, private education, no, you need to homeschool? Well, you get to make those decisions. And uh, we want to talk a little bit about uh, what that has looked like in our own home. Education is very important in our lives. We, We are educators. Amy, you've been a teacher now for how long? I've been a teacher going on 17 years now. Was that your, that, that was, you were trained as a, as a teacher? Yeah. And just as my own personal educational background, public school is all I knew. Um, growing up in small East Texas towns, um, I went to the local public high school elementary, middle school, all of those. I, in fact, I don't even think I knew that private schools existed until I was probably uh, high school. So that's been my experience. That's um, I love public education, even through my college years, went to the state university and um, it defines who I am. So of course, when I started thinking about our own children, that was what um, I wanted to do. So what about you? Yeah, I was uh, also... Educated in public education. I went to Bowie Elementary in Greenville, Texas. I went to Greenville uh, Junior High. We had junior high back then. And uh, Greenville High School. And went on to East Texas State University. And then I did have a... a, a, There you go. I did have a a time where, uh, for my seminary, it was a private uh, Baptist seminary. So I did have a little bit of private religious education at that point. Our daughter is is a teacher today. And so education and uh, teachers, we're pro-education and pro-teachers. Uh, and so in all of our experiences, whether it was public, whether it was private, whether it was homeschool, whatever that was, we are about holding up teachers, administrators, uh, praying for them, uh, trying to walk alongside yes. them. It's been important to us to be involved in the parent-teacher organizations. Yes, from the get-go. I mean, uh, when you are an educator, you want to uh, support educators to your children. So um, like Kyle said, we've done it all. So we have been supportive of public school teachers. We've been supportive of their private school teachers. And when we homeschooled, Kyle was very supportive yes, I of was. their teacher. Yes, I was. No, no, I didn't want to get in trouble. Nope. All the different options that are available today, I want us to talk for just a few moments about some of those and and just the, uh, really the good qualities of those. We we could be negative. I mean, we live in a negative world and there, there, there are disadvantages to every educational opportunity out there, right. whether it's public, private, or homeschool. Uh, but I want you to be thinking about some of the positives of each of these and so that you can make a great decision. You're going to probably have wise counsel speaking into these and, and everyone's got a bias, but uh, again, coming from an, uh, an educator's home, uh, someone who believes in education, we, we try to look at what are the, what are the positive sides of those? So let's, let's talk for a moment about some of the, the, the options in public education. I think one of the positives for public education is the opportunity to be salt and light, to be an, uh, to be an influencer for the gospel uh, in the public system. 
Yeah, I think our situation is unique. And I want to let the listeners know about this, that we kind of book ended our kids education with public school. Um, Our oldest daughter started out in public school. And then uh, we kind of went a smattering of different things for several years. We'll get into those later. And then our boys ended up in public high school and finished up there. Um, We even had some international school in the midst of that that we'll get into. So we have an odd situation or experience with public education at the beginning and end of our kids' school careers. But we always found the positive in it. That doesn't mean there weren't some negative days. Yeah, I mean, there were there's always times when it's not the best, but, uh, you know, individual experiences or you have a rough day. But Overall, it was a great experience for us. I think one of the beauties of public education is diversity. Um, our daughter started school in a Houston suburb where we were living, just the little local public elementary school. And it was incredible for her to experience all these different ethnicities. Even on our street, uh, there were so many different nationalities, religions. So her little world was opened up early to um, diversity. Which became an opportunity for us as a family to have influence for the gospel's sake, uh, to be salt and light, to walk in that, to have conversations with teachers about this is who we are as a family, respectfully in those types of ways, so that they knew what, what we were about and why, when we would ask questions, where that was coming from. Yeah, there were days where, to be honest, looking back, um, I probably panicked when she came home and told me some things she was learning or even books that she brought home from the library. I probably on the inside thought, oh, no, we've got to retreat. We've got to take her out. But we stayed the course. um, And while we were living in Houston, it was just a great opportunity to work through, honestly, some fear, work through just some, um, the diversity was beautiful, but it also brought out in me um, how to embrace that and how to equip our daughter to, even at a young age, think about uh, God's word. Think about what it was important to our family and following after God. Well, it became a discipleship opportunity for it us. It did. It did. So diversity, um, having the world in your child's classroom can be a beautiful thing. Well, there's also, uh, even as they get older, there's availability for new educational opportunities for different tracks of study, whether that's STEM or uh, vocational tracks or uh, honors and preparatory things for college and university uh, that, honestly, we didn't always get to take part in, or many homeschoolers don't don't get the op- or don't get the opportunity for sometimes, uh, and so I know that there's a lot of opportunity for homeschoolers today, uh, but that was that is a positive I think as you look at the public education system. I think another great thing that. I was thankful our kids got to see was they were able to see believers live out their faith intentionally in the public school system. We have a lot of great friends who are in the public schools and are committed followers of Christ and do an incredible job. Teachers who live for Christ every day. So our kids got to see authentic faith in I a diverse um, environment. Amy, being in a private Christian school today, um, tell me a couple of things that you think are positive uh, about that 
type of system? Yeah, I mean, I've taught public school for several years and loved it. Uh, there was a season in our life where um, it just made sense. Um, Kyle and I talked and prayed, and it was just the next right step for our family to step into this classical Christian school. So we were in for six years in a beautiful um, Christian private school where I was able to teach. And that was one of the positives for our family is I was uh, literally daily involved in my child's, all three, my children's lives. I knew their teachers. I knew their friends because I had taught a lot of them. So even if you're not a teacher in a private Christian school, one of the advantages is just the sense of family. Your child is going to be known and they're going to know others. So parental involvement is is a big thing uh, in some of your smaller Christian and uh, private schools because the, the the finances aren't there to necessarily like they are in a public system maybe to pay for a lot of things. And so it, it, parents are are needed and depended upon. And so there's a lot of parental involvement. And so, as you said, you got to meet, uh, you, we do get to meet, did get to meet, um, parents and families, it became an opportunity for us to have uh, evangelistic conversations, uh, even during those times. Uh, we chose the, the specific school that we were at because of a teaching philosophy, an educational philosophy. Amy mentioned uh, classical Christian um, philosophy. So that, that was a uh, uh, many times when you're paying for that education, you choose some things based on teaching philosophy. You you even have maybe a similar worldview about how you see things from a Christian worldview. And so that those are some positives to Christian education. Yeah, I mean, in fact, I still currently teach at this Christian school where our kids went, even though they've, you know, they're in college or out of college now. So it's the beauty of having a similar worldview. You can reinforce things that you know children are hearing at home. You're reinforcing it. So you're building a very strong spiritual foundation where you can openly talk, pray, and and openly teach about the Word of God. I think, uh, and I'm going to put a little caveat here, I think a lot of times uh, people end up in a Christian school because they're afraid that, man, there are no believers in public school system. Well, I want you to know there are lots of believers there in the are. public school system who are living their faith daily. And I think there are some times that people end up in a, in a Christian school because, well, they, they want their faith reinforced or they want their kids around all believers. And I want you to know that that doesn't always happen in a private Christian school because you may be in a school that doesn't, is not from the same tradition that you're in or all the children may not be believers. And so they're going to hear things and, and that old sinful nature is going to well up in those kids and they're going to come home talking about some of the exact same things they would come home talking about uh, that they heard Johnny say, or Susie said this. And, and so uh, you don't want to be naive in your thinking. We also had a time where we were involved in homeschool. And one of the things that uh, we did with our homeschoolers uh, that I really, really liked was a flexible calendar. Uh, yes, that was great. It was a, there was also a flexible schedule. Uh, you know, you you could cover things faster. So maybe the day wasn't 
as long sometimes, or maybe you got to go on some field trips and do some things that were completely different than would have happened in your um, in, in the public school or in a Christian school. Yes, it's one of the beauties of homeschooling is the flexible schedule, the ability to travel and go see some things that you're studying. I love that about our homeschool experience. I think one of the best advantages of homeschooling is being able to tailor uh, the learning to your individual child. No one knows that student, that child like you do. So being able to select just the right reading curriculum for that active boy or select online math for an upper grade student. It's just the flexibility of tailoring the learning for your child's needs is beautiful. You know, and also when you're in a homeschool school situation, it's going to be your worldview exclusively uh, because you're teaching them from the vantage point that you want them to learn from. And that has its value, uh, especially when they're young, because it's, again, as I said, this is a discipling opportunity for you. So you are getting to pour in what you want poured in at the very earliest of the learning environment. But I also think it's a it's a discipleship opportunity when you're in public school. It's a discipleship opportunity when you are are in a, a private Christian school. Um, you know, w- we have to be involved in reading. We need to be involved in history. We need to be involved in math. And so you're able to talk about these disciplines and and these uh, these avenues of study uh, from a from a from your Christian vantage point, mm-hmm. which is so very important for your children. Yeah, one of the unique um, experiences that we had in our family is we were living overseas for about three years. Our children were 16, 14, and 12. And with their decision, we put them in to public French-speaking high school in, in Belgium. So, um, and we didn't force them to do it. It was a challenge that they rose to and chose to do. Um, and it certainly helped us with the church plant. We would say often they were the missionaries on the ground every day. And we're so proud of what they did. Um, but I think it's it reiterated to Kyle and myself the the importance of parental involvement, because when you don't speak the language, you're limited in how much you can be involved. Uh, But we would press on through translators. Um, So we knew it was important there. And we we pressed on to find ways to be involved. Um, And then when we came back to the States, and our boys were involved in um, American public high school, it just... um, reiterated to us how important it is and how much easier it is to do in your home language uh, of a parental involvement. So you're going to hear that over and over, regardless of your um, choice, being involved is important. Yeah, the PTO, the PTA, uh, whatever that looks like for your public school, whatever that looks like for your private school, and then obviously in the homeschool uh, atmosphere, uh, being involved. And and men, uh, I know that um, primarily uh, the wives in many instances are the ones who are taking the lead in homeschooling, but that does not mean that we can outsource 
all of that. And to be real honest with you, that was one of the things that I did in the homeschool situation that we were in. Uh, I didn't feel confident. And so Amy became the primary teacher. And there were many things uh, where uh, it, it was difficult and I was scared to be involved. And, and it may have been some of the things that uh, shortened our homeschool career. Uh, but I, I'll tell you, we have a responsibility, men, in the educating of our families, in the educating of our kids. Uh, and, and, and it's easy to say, well, we can't do that. But, well, we are teaching them how to play basketball, how to throw a football, how to fix the car, how to, how to shoot, a, shoot a gun. Uh, we're teaching them all these unique things. We could also be involved in helping them with their reading, with their history. We can help them... Uh, by passing on the faith that we have in Christ. And and this is all a discipling mindset. It's very, very important. Uh, Well, I mean, let's talk a little bit about how all these different areas, us being involved, how did that affect our family? What were some of those things? Well, I think about when we, when our kids saw that it was valuable to us, education became more valuable to them. Um, not just about getting certain grades, but really the, the process of learning, the value of understanding how you learn and what that means as a mathematician, but also what it means as a follower of Christ. Um, the so, struggle is valuable. I mean, yes. uh, the struggle of learning, the struggle of getting this math problem right. Yes. Uh, and that there's a struggle in our walk with, with Christ and, and growing to be more like him. It, and that, that whole aspect of, of suffering and yet persevering yes. through. Yes. There's a saying that I think of often as an educator. It's not about you preparing the path for your child. It's about preparing your child for the path, letting them struggle, letting them do the hard things. And in every type of education that we did from homeschooling to international to public school and private school, there were struggles. And there were times where I wanted to step in and save my child. I wanted to step in and ease uh, the struggle for them, but we would have been robbing them of um, the learning experience, the value of perseverance. So there were times where I did step in. And honestly, looking back, I I would take that back. I would let them rise up to the path before them. Well, we are the first educators. Parents, you are the very first educators. And so we have a responsibility that we have to that we've got to take up just to be real honest with you. Now, one of the things that we did is we tried to be good partners uh, with the education that our kids were involved in, whether that was public, whether that was private. Uh, we tried to become partners in finding other opportunities with other homeschoolers and their families because, you know, you can't do everything on your own and you can't outsource everything. It, it, it takes uh, one another in this. And so you're looking to be a good partner and you're looking for good partners. Because here's the thing, when you're in a public school system and when you're in a private school system, the reason that you're in, one of the reasons you're involved in the PTO and the PTA, I would say, is so that you have influence, you are salt and light, you're involved in the school so that when there is going to be an issue and there will be one, when the principal or the teacher sees you coming, they know that they have a valued partner there, that you're a trusted partner in the education of your kids, and they want you to be involved. And so they take your concerns. And so uh, 
it's been valuable for us to be involved in whatever it was, whether it was public school, private, or homeschooling. That's very important. And the discipling begins at home. Uh, I mean, you being involved in that, you can't outsource that kind of stuff to your, you can't outsource it to the kids pastor, you can't outsource it to the youth pastor, you can't outsource education to someone else. You have to be involved in some way. Yes. So education is this beautiful opportunity for your child to learn and grow just in academics, but also in what it looks like to be a believer to, uh, you know, lives rubbing up against other lives, conflict, um, kids that they just don't get along with. Man, that's the stuff life is made of, is helping them learn and walk through what the gospel looks like in everyday life. And bringing the faith talk to history, bringing the faith talks to science, yes, bringing the faith talk to the literature books that they're reading. This is an aspect of being involved in their education, but also being involved in shaping their worldview, being involved in, in, in talk, having faith discussions around the things of the day. When you're doing that, you're, you're laying the foundation for them uh, to have discussions at work when they're adults. Um, when you're talking about faith in the realm of civics and government, you're laying the foundations for them to have proper ideas and, and godly uh, discussions and gospel-oriented uh, uh, um, discussions with coworkers around government and civics. It's like the scripture you just were referring to at the beginning from Deuteronomy. It really is intentionally seeking out um, intersecting faith, but it's also in such a genuine everyday as you go along the way. So as they're preparing for these classes and learning, it's conversations. It's this, you know, I, I keep saying it's this beautiful opportunity to see God through their um, life, their work, which is their school. Uh, a few encouragements that I want to give you before you leave and that uh, we close out. Um, you get to choose. You get to be involved in making these decisions. Yes. Um, no one else can make them for you. So whether it's uh, public school, whether it's homeschool, whether it's private school, uh, you need to spend time praying about it. Uh, there are advantages to all of them, and there are disadvantages to all of them. But I would encourage you, you want to be in agreement with your spouse. Uh, if you're single and you're trying to make these decisions and you're going, I don't know, uh, man, I'm not quite certain. Find a trusted person that you can bounce these things and these ideas off of. And here's what I'm thinking. I would tell you as a married couple, you need to have other voices speaking into this in your community, in your church community, who's walking with you also in this. So be encouraged. You can raise godly kids. There's no guarantees out there, but there is scripture. There is principles that we can instill in our children, regardless of public, private, homeschool. We can do this. We can raise up children that have been trained in the knowledge of the Lord, regardless of the teaching environment. Thanks for joining us on Family Cast, a weekly conversation about marriage, parenting, and all things family. We ask you to subscribe to Family Cast on your favorite podcast platform and invite a friend to listen in.